American Family News, I'm Robert Thornton. Today, a group of the nation's biggest banks helped rescue San Francisco's First Republic Bank with a $30 billion deposit, Fox News reports. J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, Bank of America, and Wells Fargo will each contribute $5 billion, while Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley will deposit about $2.5 billion, according to a news release from the banks. Other banks will provide about $1 billion apiece. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is looking to quell the country's fears following the recent bank collapses. Chad Pergram has the story. The goal of Janet Yellen was to assure the public and the markets that the banking system remains sound, as you say. Yellen says that's why the Fed offered a special program for other banks to meet liquidity needs. Signature Bank also collapsed. It was invested 20% in crypto. And executives at First Republic Bank sold millions in stock before its shares plummeted. This was one of the most significant appearances by a Treasury official before Congress since the financial collapse of 2008. Some Republicans insisted that taxpayer funds would bail out the collapsing banks. Yellen and Democrats say that taxpayers were not on the hook for rescuing failed institutions. Democrats are supporting the Biden administration's handling of the Silicon Valley Bank, saying it isn't a bailout. Others aren't as convinced, with South Dakota Senator John Thune saying regulators were asleep at the switch. On Wall Street, stocks rallied after a slow start, perhaps getting a bump after news about First Republic banks getting help. The Dow was up 371, the S&P 68, and the Nasdaq 283. New Hampshire's Republican-led Senate passed a parent's bill of rights aimed at ensuring that schools cannot hide information from parents about a child's assertion about his or her sexuality. Much of the debate among lawmakers focused on provisions to require school officials, when asked by parents, to disclose that a child is using a different name or being referred to as being a different gender. CAFN.net for more. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan appeared on AFR and talked about a report that the Federal Trade Commission demanded Twitter hand over internal files, including a list of journalists given access to the Twitter files. Jordan said it was a direct attack on the First Amendment and freedom of the press. He said the first of several letters was sent by the FTC after the first Twitter file came out. The very first question in that particular letter was, who are the journalists you're communicating with? We know you've talked to four. They named those names, including Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, who were our witnesses in the hearing last week. They named those four, but they say, who else have you talked to? And oh, by the way, have you checked their background? Like, that is frightening. Apparently, the media was looking for sensationalism rather than grassroots news in ignoring a pro-life press conference in South Carolina. More on that from AFN's Charlie Butts. A strong Human Life Protection Act has passed the South Carolina House and is awaiting action in the Senate. At the same time, a press conference was held on a bill that would call for the death penalty for women having an abortion. Holly Gatlin of South Carolina Citizens for Life tells AFN. The purpose of our press conference was to let our senators know that there is broad enthusiasm, grassroots enthusiasm for the Human Life Protection Act. Liberal reporters instead fled to the press conference for the Prenatal Equal Protection Act, which calls for the death penalty for abortive women. That's while the pro life bill has huge support. I mean, these are all large, active, pro-life, pro-family organizations in South Carolina. And so to ignore our press conference and cover that particular bill that's not a pro-life bill, it's just disgraceful. Mother Jones and other liberal media rushed to cover that press conference, even though Gatlin says that piece of legislation 
doesn't have just no chance at passage. It has less than no chance. The storm system in the southern plains today and this evening causing storms will head east overnight and tomorrow. Severe storms are possible along the Gulf Coast with damaging winds, the main threat, according to the Storm Prediction Center. And that is a wrap on news this hour. Join us at the top of next hour or see AFN.net for more. For American Family News, I'm Robert Thornton.